0: Hello ladies and
1: gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of the podcast titled Breaking Career Conformity, Charting of Beat Paths. Today I have with me a fellow, young India fellow, Indranil Datta, who has completed his bachelor's in media studies. Then he did two years of freelancing, Uh, was involved in travel writing, environmental journalism and travel photography. He has been published in the Indian Express at the annual wildlife issue of the Outlook Traveler. And I would say that that is quite an offbeat path that he has chosen. Indrani Datta, thank you so much. Thank you for, so much <laughs> for having me here. Thank you so much for coming. And um, I would just like to ask you how has your been journey? Has your journey been so far until the Young Fellowship? And right. uh, what would you like to share?
0: I mean, starting from my school days, I think it's been fairly tricky because um, a I've had to change my school almost thrice or i think about four times and which is not unusual for i think any indian kid growing up in 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 our generation but i think for someone like me who preferred you know sticking around in one place having a set of friends who he grew up with it was quite hard having to change schools and Mm -hmm. everything Uh, plus my mom was not so much a stickler for learning as much as she was a stickler for grades so she kind of not only drilled the need to get good grades but i think what she kind of did wrong in a well-intentioned way was that she grilled in me the need for road learning and Whoa, i think because yeah. it happened at such an early age yeah. i grew up to be a very very bad learner so i think my schooling was tricky in the way that i think by the time i reached 12th grade i was so i guess crippled by fear anxiety whatever it was then you know i was too young to kind of figure it out um i i just couldn't study in twelfth, so I had to repeat my twelfth grade and oh, appear okay. for my yeah boards a second time. And only in hindsight can I kind of make sense of what really happened. But I think that way, I mean, school hasn't left a very good very taste, good. Yeah, yeah, in my mouth.
1: But then, did you feel that you did not know? It's like because you said it was a lot of rote learning, right? So you felt um, you could not understand what was being taught, and you
0: could not make. I sense couldn't of? understand. Why any of that was necessary Necessary. or important in the least? Yeah. Because, I mean, there's this quote by Samuel Beckett, right? He says that at the end of the day, what everyone wants is simply to come back to a happy home. Mm -hmm. And even though my parents weren't cruel or anything, just coming back from school to a place where, I mean, whether I'm getting an 85 which is not good enough because i should have gotten 95 or whether i'm getting a 95 which is not good enough because i should have gotten a 100 uh, it didn't make sense to me as to why any of this really was, yeah why any of this really mattered mm-hmm. so i think i was also smart enough to kind of I think push myself away from it. I think to my uh, credit, I think I realized that, okay, all of this doesn't make sense. Right. So that part of my brain kind of switched off. After a point, I really, I think, didn't want to study because I knew every attempt would just lead to another failure regardless of what grades i get. Right. So... How
1: was the process of introspection and finding, okay, what is something that I, I am really good at? Right. What are my strengths and weaknesses? Right. Because 12th is a very important right. age. I mean, 12th right. uh, standard right. is very right. important. Right. Right. So, how did you, and you said that you are to repeat Right. right. Uh, how did you go about finding, okay, this is something that I would like to know. Right. Right. This is something I would not like to know. Right. Right. Considering that you made a very uh, specific choice right. with right. regards to right. media. Right. So, how was that?
0: I mean, A, I knew that I mean not just me but I think anyone likes being a competent you know individual so there were other things that I did like I, I think I was fairly good at football and I, had, I always had a knack for writing so I always knew that you know when an individual is not quite able to excel at something it's not because he or she is not putting in any effort mm-hmm. I mean that's just not how human nature functions it's because something or the other is stopping that person from I think you know doing that thing right yeah so I realized that very early on and then you know I, I tried conveying this to my parents that hey like I'm not I can't get maths I can't get science blah 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 not because I'm a lazy child or yeah like, so I think I had that confidence in me. Thankfully, that didn't get taken away. I mean, I didn't feel like an absolute failure in my head. I just knew I was doing something which I wasn't meant to do. But I think what had happened was even after 12th, my parents kept saying it was a good idea to do engineering, if not for anything else, but as a backup. Now, as I've grown up, I've realized this idea of doing something to seek some sort of safety in the future is a horrible way to go about anything. (laughs) because a it stunts your learning process like if you're just constantly thinking of some future safety some idyllic spot in the future where it's like you've retired on the beach and you're just chilling on a beach Mm -hmm. and you know sipping beer you know whatever notion one has of like having made it completely i think is a really really like terrible way to go about anything then everything you're learning has to have some utilitarian utilitarian value that resides in the distant future. Yeah. And yeah, you can't join the dots, right? Between what you're doing now and what you're gonna do in the future. Yeah. So it loses all its meaning and after a point you don't feel like wanting to do it
1: at all. Definitely. Like, I totally relate with what you're saying because I did the like I did the exact same thing. Right. I did not know in my twelfth I did not know what I wanted to right. do. Right. And because all of my peers were doing right. engineering. Right. And right. I was a pretty good right. student, right. I did engineering. Right. And by the second third year I wanted to flunk out. I wanted to quit engineering, but I couldn't do it. Because again, there was social pressure right, right, and everything. Right. And, but then again, so I think, yeah, I, there is a level of conformity that comes in. Because right. all the people right. around you are doing right. something. Right. And then your parents are telling you something. Right. And you at that age right. are vulnerable in a way right. that you do not, you're quite uncertain about right. what is going to happen. You think that your parents know.
0: Right. Right.
1: So, to have that courage, to have the belief in yourself that, okay, right. I would like to do
0: this. Right. Is right. Which is, right. Yeah, quite interesting. So, then, uh, what? how was your undergraduate experience? So, I did one year of mechanical engineering after that. Okay. And,
1: oh, I mean, so you did get in? Uh, yeah. So you did yeah, took yeah. admission
0: in engineering? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I honestly did not get in. In, in 11th and 12th, I was studying in Amity. Mm-hmm. no it no, all. No and then from there i think all these amity kids whenever they own like area admission in amity university it's kind of granted to them mm-hmm. so even though i was not in the least qualified for i think a seat in an engineering college somehow or the other i ended up getting it mm-hmm. and uh and yeah my parents thought okay he's good enough for it after all blah, blah blah they were very happy but i knew it was kind of a path to disaster i went there there's not a single person I can talk to, nobody who's like-minded. Um, I spent, a year, like, the first one or two months, I spent trying to understand what was happening in, in, in college. None of it made sense. Then, after a point, I just stopped going. Mm-hmm. And I just stopped going. And <laughs> it's funny, like, there's this board sanctuary in Noida. I'd keep going there. I'd practice. I'd take my camera do some oh, photography. Yeah. And I think a year, I think eight or nine months down the, down the line, I did bring this up with my father, that I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I think what I need to do is, um, you know, something that's writing-based. And I think journalism might be a good, uh, you know, option for me. Mm-hmm. If not a long-term option, at least for my UG, I think it'll be a good, like, it'll be a good experience. It'll add to my skill sets. So I told, you know, I, I, I brought that up, but then we shot it down. And then, like, I think um, I was a very... I think I think that sense of alienation that all of I think my childhood episodes had bred yeah. left me with like no self awareness of any 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 sort so I even if I like I think at some point I suffered from a degree of ADD I had some serious attention oh, okay. deficit disorder mm. I mean okay this wasn't diagnosed by a, a you know clinician but I was quite convinced that I was mm-hmm. suffering from it because it was just that I could I could I would sit with a textbook and I just couldn't like you know grasp anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I think that was happening. Then one day I just took a call and I'm like you know I'll just go away. I'll go to like whatever some some jungle learn something I want to. Mm-hmm. It was just like I was floating around in know absolutely uncertain. meaningless. Yeah, uncertain plus meaningless. You know place so i think that uh, just continued and uh, yeah then one day my parents realized okay you know he is not really up to it and they said that fine if you want to do journalism you have to get into like one of the better colleges and thankfully i got into what was back then the number one like, college and uh, uh, and yeah so i think that that was like i think a big step forward right
1: hmm. do you feel like these like institutions and systems that are in place, like schooling right. and also colleges and the hierarchy that is associated with certain, like engineering. Right. And, do you feel that that plays a very big role in your understanding of the world or in, in in this Indian society? How does it? I mean, uh, can I mean, can you uh, so expand on it? I mean, for example, you said you talk about self having that self-awareness, right? Right. Knowing what you are good at like right. you re- realize that okay photography and right. journalism is something that you want to do right. maybe right. if schooling would have exposed you to these right things, right maybe you you could have made a much informed choice earlier and it would not have led to and also right. since that there, there was pressure from your family like right. that okay do engineering and right like
0: this. right uh, would have sped up the process well maybe. i honestly don't think so because i think what happened is that at a very early age i think what every child needs while growing up right is some sort of emotional security from their parents okay. so i think luckily i had that a lot initially because i would rote learn and score really well and mm-hmm. all would be hunky-dory in the house but then i think fifth or sixth grade onwards right of course you change and then there are new distractions and you can't just sit and study for hours after hours the way you once could You know and you can't just road learn after a certain age your brain just can't function that way so i think my grades slipped and then i think the the atmosphere at home drastically changed and from that point on i think now in hindsight i realized what i was seeking was that sense of you know childhood security or safety that i once had so i would actually and i still kind of carry that weight on me i'd do anything to kind of seek my parents satisfied and happy so i think regardless of whether i knew i was the best photographer in the world or not i think half of me would still want to do engineering and do well at it because my parents wanted me to i totally
1: i totally understand what you mean because even i did the same thing because when i again when i went into engineering college right they were very happy, right? right. And I I was happy because they were happy, right. and then right. and then my grades was a suffering. Right. I did not get placed. Right. I was like, okay, they are giving so much fees to the private university, and yeah. I was feeling guilty. Right. I was not feeling guilty because I was not doing well. Right. So I was letting them down, right? right? Right. So I feel it. We are very we are connected with our yeah. parents in a very yeah. I mean, I don't know how that yeah happens, but. We prioritize yeah. their yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah True. And it kind of Affects our decision making in life. Definitely That we Definitely Do not Look at what our Best interests are Absolutely we... Absolutely yeah. Absolutely Right So um, Another Yeah So you said that Again you uh, Did journalism Right But then again Journalism Has Certain other Career pathways Right, right Um but you chose to pursue something which is again a little bit offbeat, which right. is freelancing. Right, right. Uh, so, I think that there's not there's an issue of like there's not that much stability right, as, right. compared to right. like a,
0: a job in right. a media house, right, and, right.
1: So, what was your thinking process uh, behind? So,
0: you? I think uh, a one was that I had uh, uh, I had to undergo a surgery in my final year of college on my knee because I. Had uh, kind of tore my pivotal commitment while playing oh, football. Okay. So, my health-wise, I wasn't keeping well. There was some... Uh, some some serious, serious personal issues at home. So, I was like, maybe staying around or like being available when I need to mm-hmm. would be of some help to my family. So, I think those... And plus, again, because I spent so many years just like in the dark, those three years of college could not have made up for it. Right. So, I think, again, what... Uh, travel writing and environmental journalism did was get me to a point where I can regain some of my confidence wherein I'm like okay I'm not useless for this world but it came at the cost of many other things which I think you know, today I really enjoy studying like philosophy, politics, history, mm-hmm. psychology, a plethora of things. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I think my interests are far-ranging that way and I think it's usually the case with like any open-minded individual but I was so focused on just again in some way making it for myself and making it for my parents, I mm-hmm. had blinded myself to those other things and just focused and just entirely focused myself on environmental journalism mm-hmm. and uh, of course, uh, I've, uh, since a very early age, I've shared this very deep passion for nature. So I saw what was happening around and I realized that, you know, it wasn't good and we must do something about it. So I think environmental journalism helped me do that. But I uh, also, it was a bit escapist in the sense that I just wanted to kind of take up, like have that just one one goal or one aim, which I don't think is a, is a very healthy thing. In life to have just that, you know, single-minded ambition towards one thing alone, mm-hmm. um, and I think uh,
1: the you, you say it's not a very healthy thing. thing yeah, yeah, one. yeah. Yeah. So do you mean like one particular passion or like?
0: A I mean, I think no one should be living for one thing. One thing. That's alone. my point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that's a, a very. I mean, I mean. If it's something much broader, like say you're walking towards the good of humanity, blah, 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 all those things, if you're trying to free the country from colonial, that's a different thing. But mm. one thing that mostly directly relates to the self, which is coming back to you, mm. I think that's an unhealthy way because like your perspective on things becomes very unidimensional. Sure, mm. you should have your goals and aims and all of that. But mm. you should know that, fine, even if this doesn't work out, so there are other thing things else, on yeah. the
1: horizon, yeah. And you put a lot of expectations on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So while yeah. I did well at
0: it, mm-hmm. I think it came at the cost of a lot of other things, which again, then I didn't realize. So like I said, 12 years of, you know, alienation and uh, a lack of self-awareness could not have been compensated by three years of, uh, of, of uh, you know, of, of, of like very helpful college years. Uh, you know, in, in whatever way, it helped me, uh, you know, just find my, I guess, um, like, proof to the world, so to speak, that, mm-hmm. you know, I can do really well at something. Because when this, uh, when the Outlook, when I finally got published in the annual wildlife issue, I was still in college. So, I think that was a bit of a big deal, you know, mm-hmm. in that sense, that I was really young and I'm still in college and I'm getting published in… So, this
1: was the second, th- third year third of
0: Third year, third year of college, yeah. Wow. So, I think, uh, p- although in hindsight, I don't see it, I don't think anyone should see it as a very big deal, right? But for such a useless child who's repeating his 12th, you know, whose parents think, shit, he's good for nothing. I think in that context, it was a big deal for me personally and those, I think, around me. And, uh, but again, I had, I think, single-mindedly walked my way yeah. towards that point, And it came at the cost of, you know, other things. So, yeah. in, in hindsight, I don't see it as a very wise way to kind of approach anything,
1: I think it's a very interesting journey that you described. Um, and then, what do you think has what What do you think have been the learnings so far? Like, what would you say? Okay, that this is something for us for someone who's looking to do something which is very offbeat, which is very different, and there involves a lot of uncertainty
0: and right risk, right. risk involved. Right, right. What would well, you say is, I mean, I would say that. Uh, this thing is a bit romanticised, like I think there's too much glamour to kind of wanting to do something, right. yeah, mm-hmm. offbeat, for the sake of for differentiating things. yourself mm-hmm. for people, for, for from people, it. yeah.
1: There's a, there's a need of uniqueness to stand out from the crowd. Yeah, so, yeah, know, yeah.
0: And I again think, while I too fell prey to it, I think that too is again unhealthy. I think if you just live life openly, bravely, mm-hmm. you are going to end up being unique and different. Mm-hmm. and yet the same in many ways and I mean that's inevitable like two trees in the same jungle next to each other are you know different trees at the end of the day, right they will be different in shape and mm-hmm. oh, even if they're like of the same uh, genera or species or whatever so I think uh, as philosophical as that sounds I think that's how human beings are I think everyone understands this mm-hmm. you know at some level so I don't think there should be this quest of kind of being you know different mm-hmm. yeah but I think what they has to has to be is i guess uh, 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 some element of uh, you know being able to take like the pains which you're taking for whatever you're doing should feel meaningful to you if that is not happening whether you're doing something like which is seemingly cool like photography or travel writing or whether you're doing engineering i don't think you can do well at you know either and i think uh, as sad as it is in like today's highly uh, corporate, uh, corporatized, and uh, you know, uh, uh, profit-driven world. Money is a is, Very a, is a is a yeah, factor. factor, and that's why I think this narrative can also be a bit you know like dangerous. It, right. It's kind of it's kind of overly glamorized in that sense because I think both can go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do all these offbeat things while making sure you have your financial stability and while also being reasonably content about it Mm -hmm. like some of one of our best wildlife photographers is also one of our best coders yeah so Mm -hmm. there are people like that and i think as i have also grown up i do have this notion okay you know i'm you know whatever i'm into writing blah 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 so why does politics why does science and all of it concern me and Mm -hmm. i think that is the worst possible notion to have i think Mm -hmm. everything at the end of the day like Stated, links to yeah. each other mm. and uh, uh, I think one should uh, neither, I think, escape from, I think, their inner wants, whatever it is, a sense mm. of stability or uh, and I think one should neither escape from whatever fears they have, yeah. you know. So, I think these are, I think, two things which are, uh, you know, important because I don't think conformity exists in… In 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 us. I don't think conformity exists in human nature. We are all uniquely ourselves. I think while sometimes trying to be non-conformist, we end up conforming without realizing to so mm. that same stereotypical idea, idea of you're standing apart from the rebelling. ground. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's an interesting idea. Yeah. Because so even I so I did um, I was working in Deutsche Bank for like right. six months. I right. did an internship. Right. And there it was like a proper gonal right. desktop. Right. And even i wanted to rebel against the idea of right, a corporate right, right because i it was irritating like it was really frustrating right. it was like a hundred needs of being right. <laughs> like um, large magnetic walls with that you have yeah, that eye like, the doors yeah, open yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. a jail you know yeah. i was very constrained and i was like you know i want to do something radically right. different right. and then i the impulsive decision was to do something again travel right, right so that's how I applied to IPAC. Uh-huh. It's not like right. I have interest right. in politics. Right. I want right. to create an impact. Right. Right. I want something different, right. and that's a dangerous right, right thinking. I went into it not knowing
0: right. what would. Well, know. I mean, no. Uh, the thing is, if you are wanting to do something different, to taste something different, that's fine. Yeah. If you are wanting to do something different, to not seem different in another's eyes, right. That is the dangerous thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just for the sake of yeah, standard. yeah, yeah. Right. Otherwise, I'd encourage it. Yeah. Trying out different things, trying out new things, yeah, it's I mean, good. yeah. But, but not, again, it's yeah. a fine balance, maybe. It's a fine balance. I mean, you, you have to know whether you're doing it for yourself or another, do not do it for another. Don't try and be different for another. Right. Yeah. Mm.
1: Mm. So then, what are you thinking of, like, now you have had this journey. Yeah, yeah. Now you've come to the fellowship. Right, right. What mindset do you have right now and?
0: So, I'm, I'm still, uh, you know, as confused as ever. But now it's something, you know, I kind of, I'm okay with. Uh, if I, say, have to take a year off, say, working, you know, freelancing again, or even spending, whatever, a year off at home, I don't think it's going to bother me.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't
0: think I'll feel that guilt of privilege, you know, or anything of that sort. Because I think sometimes in working against our guilt, we end up doing great harm to ourselves and others. So, I don't want to kind of... You you know you don't give in to any guilt and you know take up this or that. But I think I'm I'm still considering uh, doing an MLS. I'm considering taking up uh, you know uh, uh, considering freelancing once again, and maybe then doing an MLS a year later. A year later, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. Good option. So I think uh, I'm not I'm not entirely sure, but uh, I'm far more like confident as to the fact that. I don't ever need to be sure of any of these things. Right. So right, I think right. yeah, that's a that's not a bad place comparatively.